Welcome to uh, another exciting episode of the Bart and Dane Show. I'm Dane. And I'm Bart. An episode, I got right this time, an episode <laughs> will tell you that our government's corrupt, people are crazy, and God is right. We have Stacy Joe with us again. And um, you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> okay. Trump and, 2024. That's right. And uh, we have our, our lovely researcher, my wife Rhonda, here with us in case I get out of line. She uh, says she's got to come with me. Keep me in line. Are you going to let us talk this week? Yeah, I apologize about that. It's good to see Joe. It really was. You were super excited. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but that just... was interesting. We learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, really did. Um, what did we talk about? <laughs> Second Amendment. Okay. Yeah. Rifles, handguns. Yeah, being, being a police officer in the great state of Ohio. I was uh, thinking today, you know, we don't, uh, we don't, we don't, don't always have guests but i will say that we do have some exciting guests coming up people that are interested in doing the show people that will end up doing the show and um we're just uh we're blessed in that for that because we um uh, really it's that's really dano's he he goes after him and he goes after him hard i don't stacy helps oh stacy too yeah absolutely i'm sorry she she really does no i'm just present in the moment just uh with her, with her connections and and you know your yours, I'm just uh, I'm just a guy. But you know we do have we've had some great guests, and, uh, and I hope you guys like this out there. I was thinking today, you know, it's going to be a, you think it's going to be a long, hard summer, hot, hot summer. summer. Well, and, and you know we were talking about guests and stuff, and I I talked to you before uh, this week. Actually, I texted one of our guests, and and it's surprising. Just a couple of days later, you called and said, "Hey, I think we ought to get so and so back on there." Yeah, same person. Like, yeah. Same person. You know, we are. You know, we we thought. I mean, we both thought about that, and and I I don't know if we're going to talk gas prices much today, or but but I think this guest in particular, it's Ed. Yeah, uh, Ed Pratt, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's going to affect these gas prices is going to affect everything. Yes, everything. That's what I was getting into. You know, with uh, you know, with the election investigations, this Roe v. Wade decision that's going to come down, gas prices, the food food shortages. You know, with the processing plants that are burning down and the COVID fraud that's really come to light, and um, um, they, they, one, Justice Kavanaugh. Yeah, that's why I was saying. You know, with the Roe v. Wade, you know, that, that's crazy. We can talk about that a little bit, but uh, we kind of want to. Oh, guys, remember the Tulsa shooting? That went away quick, didn't it? Mm-hmm. You remember that? It mm-hmm. was, and it was four people. So, as as Joe told us last week, that that is a that's a mass shooting. You know why? Why well, I went away? Yeah. I don't even remember it at this point. That was just uh, about a week ago. He uh, walked into um, he walked into his doctor's office, who, which was had a, I'm, I'm assuming his office was in a hospital, and he starts shooting. Uh, killed four people hmm. because he was black. Oh, so they, they, it didn't fit the narrative. Didn't fit the narrative. That went away quick. You heard it, it was like, boom. But I was watching today, and there's all this talk about Peter Navarro. You know, I, where I work, they, they like NBC. I don't say nothing. They were talking about all this stuff. And I had also said, um, you hear they try to kill Kavanaugh. And the, one of these persons I worked with, like, too bad they didn't. Too bad it didn't happen. Yeah, it's pitiful. Yeah, so. That's shameful. But NBC was on, so they, that's all they were talking about. Was, was it the Today Show? Uh, of course, yeah. I try to stay out there as much as I can but you know um, so what do you got I mean I I want to give a shout out to baby Huey do you remember when that happened yes yes that was uh, so baby Huey this was a <laughs> baby Huey is a guy we went to school with and he was he was hilarious man he just you know they lived up uh, yeah. lived up on top of the hill we call the Donahoe mansion yeah is it was uh have four brothers, five brothers, and it's just like that. Ta- that house was total chaos. What was amazing? He became a doctor, and it just he became still, a doctor. Still, still amazes me today. No, he's yeah, he's a physician, and he's he's head of he's the um, the uh, medical administrator at the VA hospital in Orlando, Florida, and this happened down I, there. I think he's at the Mare Island location at this point. Yeah, yeah, which is it's close to yeah, yeah, yeah. it's right next to right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So, um, me and. Um, so right after that happened, it was the the day it happened. They um, 
the security guard shot the guy before anything ever could happen. And well, he, I thought he talked him down. Talked that it, it was a shooter. For people who don't know what's going on, it was a shooter down at a VA down in Florida, and he actually talked the guy down. I thought, but right, did, I think did, they, did he? I don't think that he got shot. I think he talked him down. Yeah, that's that's probably more accurate. I, my memory is uh, not as good as yours. Yeah, and and he got his fifteen minute fame. And, and they must have called a social worker yeah. instead of the police. <laughs> my have. Well, he not that was a security guard, but anyway. So, me and my my daughters uh, and uh, obviously Rhonda were were we went to Orlando. We were checking in Disney World, and you know we we're throwing our bags on after a long flight, throwing our bags on the bed, and I turn the television on. You know we're from Chesapeake, Ohio. And I'm in Orlando, Florida, and there's Huey, Baby Huey, Dr. Baby Huey, yeah. we used to call him Baby <laughs> Huey, was on the television talking about the response and how he was, they, they, how proud he was of the security guards and that they had practiced this before and it went absolutely as planned. Wow. I think they did just talk him down. They, they didn't have to shoot anybody, but he came in carrying. and uh, But they were ready to shoot him if need be. Is that the first time you'd seen Dr. Huey since... Like I've seen him, we we talk I see him all the time. Yeah, I mean, not all the time, but I see him different things. He, he comes in town every now and then. He came into the re, with, when we had that big reunion for the 1980s class, which was really cool. We mm -hmm. need to do that again. His brother died. He was in town for that. Yeah, um, he he still has a brother that lives around here, but uh, we were all we were all real tight, you know. He's, but he's actually quasi related to uh, my niece's family. Uh, who she married into so. so you've got some you got some baby huey in you well it's you know through marriage but. oh wow <laughs> great guy one of the really um christian guy right now I mean, he's just i love talking to him we have we just go into um have some great conversations and you know he's just he's conservative he's just he's just the all-around great guy maybe next time he's in town he can come on yeah, yeah we we'll love yeah him we do that so um somebody tried to kill judge kavanaugh mm-hmm we think about that so I'm gonna, Pro probably, I would imagine that somebody put him up to it and made the suggestion, like Chuck Schumer. What was the quote that Chuck Schumer said? And he said, you will pay for this? You will pay for this, mm -hmm. this, um, this decision, this erratic, we didn't call it erratic, but this decision that you're going to make, you will, you will pay for and, it. And mm -hmm. what gets me, they're, they're actually encouraging these people to, to go to these judges' houses and to protest. And actually, the ones they're talking about, the particular state laws are that you're not allowed to do that. And that just amazes me that they're actually encouraging. Isn't that called inciting violence? I would think so. Well, yes. It should be. But uh, but nothing but, nothing happens. But on do that. you see any, we'll say, right wing or conservative people telling them to go to the Democratic judge's house to oppose abortion? I yeah. mean, to stand on their front lawn, take a knife, and go after them and their family, or stalk right. their house and their family? No, because we don't do things like that. We're normal people. So this was this was the thing that really got me. So we've all heard about that, but this is something the mainstream media won't tell you. Nancy Pelosi says nobody's in danger. Democrat House leaders blocked a bill increasing security for the Supreme Court justice as the move came down a day after an armed man, won't mention his name, allegedly attempted to murder justice. They So this bill has been passed. It's been collecting dust, basically, and they uh, they declined it to give the, the justices more, you know, armed security and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A bill that actually passed and became law. They were just kind of sitting there waiting waiting for somebody to sign up. Sign so they it. declined to give the justices more security. She but blocked it, yes. The, the, the congressmen in the House of Representatives walk around and they request more security and they get it. Right, How right. How does that work? Right, especially at a time like this, you know, uh, you know, uh, it, it kind of equates to January 6th is where, you know, Trump called for the, you know, the Federal Reserve, what, is, what, what am I trying to say? The Reserves. Yeah. The National Guard. National Guard, thank you. And uh, they said no. No, I no. think there were 13 different calls that they asked for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because they, they, they figured something was going to happen. But, you know, I mean, ju a justice is, you know, has got murdered. It's nothing, you know. Well, it's amazing that some of those people that were quasi-related or in, involved with the January 6th thing are still in solitary confinement. Yes. This guy that, you know, he's already came out and said that, oh, I, you know, I had some mental issues and I, I shouldn't have done that. He won't serve a day in jail. Probably not. I mean, when it comes right down to it, I mean, he might be in jail for arraignment or whatever, but mm -hmm. it, you know, that's just the way it works. Liberals, this is who you are. This is who you are. Mm 
This is the kind of people that we're dealing with. This, this is who you are. You, listen, when people tell you who they are, believe them. And that's, this is who they are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing to me. And if they, can't, if they can't answer a question, if you ask them, like, why do you believe this? Well, I don't know. They start yelling at you. Mm-hmm. They get yeah. real defensive and real angry. Yeah. That's, uh, that was, uh, that's what Tom, you know, when we were on the Tom Roden show and he said that guy, the Josh Boo, started yelling at him, you know, oh, and yeah. started attacking him personally. That's when you know you've lost. You, you've lost a, 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 a discussion that goes to a place where you know you've lost and you're starting to look like a fool. You start attacking the person. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. And that's what happens. Yeah. That's, what, that's what they do. So yeah, this this is this is who that's their outlet. This is who you are. I had somebody actually tell me today that they wished that um, this guy would have went wouldn't have would have done the done the yeah done it. And I'm just thinking this person I know is a liberal Democrat. And I'm just thinking, are you kidding me, man? That's a human. Why life. would you wish death Why on would anybody? You, right. Well, you're, that's, you're taking the father away from their children, that's their husband away from their wife, their, right. I mean their whole family. Yeah, I mean I don't care who you are. That that's just and. Here's the word. It's evil. Period. I mean, they're evil. They, they don't think about anybody but themselves. Period. All right. You don't wish bad on people like that. Well, since we're talking about the Roden Show, he, he had that doctor on this, uh, today. Um, yeah, tell us about that. You were telling me. What was her name? Julia Mora? Anyway, she's, uh, she's actually with the, uh, uh, I guess, in with the Robert Woods Johnson Foundation. And uh, if you guys didn't hear that interview, after the interview, he had, uh, is it Patrick Morrissey? The Patrick Morrissey, General? yes. The Attorney General, General of West, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. He said, I looked into this uh, this foundation, and it's uh, Johnson & Johnson, basically. And uh, anyway, she, this woman. And she's on the board of, what did you say? Uh, she, CDC? She, yeah, well, she's an advisory. Advisory uh, board, yeah. Yeah, advisory committee. So what was her claim? Everybody, she thinks everybody should, uh, five and under should uh, should get the vax and uh, five years and under, and she actually said on that show that twelve hundred children five and under has died due to COVID. Hmm. Which I I asked Tom, I sent a text Tom asked for the uh, where she got that statistic because I want to see it. It's it's a made up statistic. I can guarantee you that that is not correct. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. She she works for. I mean, for all practical purposes, she works for Johnson and Johnson. So of course she wants to push this. Right. It's all it's money for her. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, money for her. Um, but yeah, it's pitiful. You think five and under? What's what's the actual? What is the actual death rate for five and under for COVID? I would say it'd be zero. Now, there may be somebody that may have you know, a child that's five five and under that may have uh, comorbidities or what, they have other issues going on but COVID's not going to kill them well let me let me just take Guarantee this that. let me just take let me just give another angle on it there probably were 1200 kids under five that that I mean young people die it's not the norm but yeah. young people die that happens I, I guarantee it that you know all of those were you know related to COVID do you think so, huh? Well, I mean, if she's going to take this statistic, you know, I mean, do you just get this number out of thin air? I mean, maybe 12, 1,200 kids died, but, it, you know, just like everything else, it wasn't COVID-related. And the, this is the thing, too. Do you notice now that how many young people are dying? I was looking on our, our company's website, and we had a, uh, a person that, that worked there that was a, uh, I won't tell you what he did, but um, 45 years old, was coming out of the ocean. He was getting married. Walking out of the ocean, bam. Now, I worked for a place that was, you know, making the vaccines mandatory. I don't know if he was vaccinated. I'm not even going to say that because I don't know. But if I had to put money on it, I bet he was. So it's, this this um, this is so bad that they've got a name for it now. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I was looking for it because I, I, I couldn't remember what it was. You know what it is, I guess. Well, you know, remember when the kids were dying in the crib, it was crib death. SIDS, yeah. Yeah, SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome. This is SADS. It yeah. is, and it's like. <laughs> it is SADS. It, yeah, it's like, oh, wow, what, they finally got a name right. Sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah. So what does that it's tell you? Self-inflicted is what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. That, that's a term that they're using? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, legitimate term. It's a legitimate term, sudden adult death So they'll syndrome. put that on your death certificate? Uh, yeah, right. It's, it's, uh, if, if this happens to you, I mean, I'm, you know, it's, uh, if it doesn't go on your 
on your death certificate, it, it goes into a, a log. So this is your medical file, yeah. Your medical file, right. So this is critically thinking. Here mm -hmm. we go. I start critically thinking through this. This must be something huge that's going on to give it a name, right? I mean, yeah. it's a, a, a lot. And we see the soccer players in Europe. Europe. Yeah. We see all these young people just collapsing and dying just for, for you know, just out of the blue. And you, you're never going to get the real numbers on it. You're never going to get real numbers on it. But you see this stuff happening, and it's happening at such a rate that they feel they deem necessary to give it a name. It's not COVID. It's not the shot. It's sudden adult death. Syndrome. Do you think that the guy? Do you think so? Who named it that? I just wonder if it's like I don't know. That. If I was it's like for that article, they're in with whoever to let's name it this. So in such and such time, these family members can't come back on us and say he died of COVID when he really didn't. So they're trying to swamp us so deep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to say. Well, that's the thing about syndrome. I mean, they 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 what they do is they take a. a a lot of different areas and they'll say well we'll categorize this type of death because it has this that and the other and this makes that syndrome you know that right it yeah it's i it, almost uh, kind of really equate that to what is that uh that uh, muscle disease or whatever they they call it fibromyalgia yeah they, mm -hmm. they, what happens is when they can't rule and when they rule everything else out they say yeah. they that person has that you know i've if you listen to this on a regular basis, you know that I do work in the healthcare field, and I've had I've had many doctors come up to me and say, you know, that's a BS, uh, a diagnosis, pretty much. But can you not get disability for fibromyalgia? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You sure can. And there's a lot of a lot of different things happen. You know, some some physicians say it's an autoimmune thing that. You know, it may be it may be a real thing, but it's nothing that you know it's going to should get it's you. It's not life threatening. No, no. So, yeah, it's it's things like that that you know things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had a I dated a doctor one time a long time ago, and she told me I, she thought I had Marfan syndrome. I don't know. What? Marfan syndrome. You ever heard that? I know somebody that had that, and yeah. you don't look like that person. <laughs> I didn't think so either. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe this was a breakup thing, like, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Dane, you got Marfan syndrome. So, you know. She also said I had uh, mitral valve prolapse. 90% of people have mitral valve prolapse. Really? That's, but you're getting to my you're you're getting the to, area. Yeah, into my area now. Yeah, you you know, people have echoes. It's like, I got mitral valve prolapse. I'm like, well, you read any any echo, echo, yeah, yes. echo report, and it's going to say. Say that. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. But I'm not. A, I'm not a doctor. I don't. You know, my ninety percent might you, not be the right thing, but uh, the majority, I'll say that. Yeah, you, you, that. you have slept in a Holiday Inn at one time, right? <laughs> What's wrong with the Holiday Inn? Don't you remember that commercial? <laughs> that was a motel. Oh, I thought that was the Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, it has to be an Express. Yeah. Yeah. So, but somebody they called for a doctor, and the guy said, uh, "You know, I can do it or whatever." I said, "I'm not a doctor, but I did sleep in a hotel." Or, Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. Last night. yeah. It was. A, <laughs> It was just a. At least he didn't sleep at the coach's inn. With <laughs> <laughs> the South Point. Yeah, the, the Joe brought that up last week. <laughs> Grand view. Oh yeah. It's getting a new paint job. It's under construction. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what else we got? What else is going on in this crazy, crazy world? What about the guy that's running for governor in Michigan? There you yeah. go. Talk about that. Well, he got arrested, and it all boils back to January the 6th. And, mm -hmm. I mean, here we are. Ryan Kelly is the guy's name. Like a year and a half later, and they just now decide they want to arrest somebody? Isn't there, like, the, some type of statute of limitations? Like, this is ridiculous. This is not a cold case file. Well, I guess they had him on film saying, what I'd say earlier before we started it. This is war. Yeah, this is, come on, let's go on in. This is war or something. Do you know effect. how many people say this is war? Like, when you and Joe probably went out on the field and you're running at opposite ends of the field, you probably said this is war. This is war. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> he said, but you won't play four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. It's just that, it's just like, he came back. and he didn't even think about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean how many times you say, man, I see him, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, I mean, people say things like that all the right. time. I, yeah, I, yeah and, it, and actually what he said, it, this is quoted in uh, one of these liberal places, but it says, come on, let's go. This is it. This is, and then he said, this is war. I guess he 
So did, does the video actually play and they hear him saying that? Uh, that's what I. That's what the article said. I didn't see the video, but of course it won't be out there. No, yeah. but they they won't show. You know, they'll, they they'll show footage of 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 this stuff. You know, a theatrical you know presentation of what happened January six. Mm-hmm. But they refuse to play two thousand mules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's funny. I, did you guys watch that Matthew McConaughey when he came out? Lord, oh my god, that guy's been playing bongos naked. Again, man. <laughs> you know, I thought about that. I was thinking, you know what? It, and he wants to be governor of Texas, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, you just, uh, yeah, I was looking at him the whole time. I was like, okay, this is a movie role, and I thought, no, he just got done playing bongos naked in his house again, yeah, <laughs> all, all hyped up on. Oh, but, but what gosh. I was getting about that, Come they, on, they, they had some chucks, high-top chucks that had, uh, was it a heart or something? It was on one of the right toe or something like that for one of the kids, and that's the only way they could identify this kid because yeah. it was, you know, that's what they said. But then at the end of this, uh, I think CNN was where I re- read this report, and they said they had to amend that article saying that those weren't the actual shoes that the girl had on. But they had them at the, at the, at the uh, whatever, the press thing. And they were showing him like, you know, these these are a damn. You know? As evidence. Yeah. As if you could not have just went out and bought a pair and took a Sharpie marker and drew the heart on there. Yeah. Come on in, y'all wanna play some bongos. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to come out. I mean, what a you know, listen, first of all, okay, I could care less what Matthew McConaughey says. Mm-hmm. And you could sit there and say, I could care less what, you know, Stacy Joe, Dane and Bart and Ron to say. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, are they going to play this podcast? You know, uh, the whole Matthew McConaughey talking to Congress is on the freaking news. But why, why like, is it that oh. those privileged people get to talk to Congress? It's always privileged people. Why can't, well, like, normal, good. everyday, blue-collar people talk to Congress it's, and then hear our stories? Well, they tried to, and they, they, they stopped that after Candace Owens. Yeah, I was getting ready to say <laughs> that. She demolished them. Demolished. Mm-hmm. Because they know they're going to mm-hmm. get demolished. You know, yeah. Let's have Barbara Streisand and Cher come up here and and talk to you people. Yeah, that, are you that, kidding me? That's what they want. They want people. That's, that's what they want. That's right. It's gonna. Yeah. Well, that's out, what they're trained the to do stuff, in yeah. the theatrics and to be mm-hmm. play this dramatic role, so they know that they can put on a good show, and that's what they want. Right. They don't want normal people to have a normal conversation. Yeah, actually, I did read his book that last one, Green Light, Red Light, or something like that. It was it was interesting, but you know, and not the not the type of guy I really want to be my governor you know Mm-mm. nah 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 yeah. i mean you live in michigan i would love to have kid rock and ted nugent as my senators <laughs> they were talking about running really yeah wouldn't that be cool that would be great. and i really kind of think that they might win to be honest with you Did because you i think gretchen's done i think she's out i think the people yeah. are tired of her well Just, obviously that's why they arrested this guy from michigan because he was an obvious threat to he, gretchen he Wilson. Mm-hmm. that's why that's the only reason he did it mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. Did you see that uh, interview with uh, Tucker Carlson and Kid Rock? No. I think he's been on there a couple times, hasn't he? Mm. I don't know. I've, I've I, seen, I, I, see I saw it. one of them, but oh, I don't. Yeah. He was. I think he's been on there a few times. Blunt. What's wrong with that? Nothing. All right. Yeah. You, you know, you want to be blunt. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I, Bernie Sanders, for instance. You know who Bernie Sanders is? Clown. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but he doesn't hold. He doesn't tell. He'll tell you, you know, mm-hmm. I want college paid for. I want this. I want this. Yeah, I'm pretty much a socialist. It's the people that don't tell you. The people that are wolves in sheep's clothing, I guess. You know, those are the mo- they're more dangerous. I mean, is it Bernie Sanders dangerous? Not really, because Bernie will tell. I mean, honestly, Bernie Sanders will tell you exactly what he's for and what he's against. Mm-hmm. And you got these, the rhinos, I think, are the most. They're dangerous. They're the most dangerous people that we have. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, the, I said this before. I mean, you think about people that's in their voting districts, you know, the, the electric, uh, electorate that, that actually votes these people in, that's a direct representation of what they are. Now, you know, did they actually get all the votes? You know, we're, after 2,000 mules, I'm kind of wondering if all these people really got the votes, like AOC and some of these other people. Oh, no, no. Well, Stacey still was talking about Dr. Oz, you know, about what happened there. You was reading that article before mm-hmm. we went on about... Something that they were like neck and neck or whatever, and 
he's Trump endorsed, the other guy's not. Now there's some type of there's something going on. I I don't know the whole yeah. story, but but I thought Doctor Oz actually got the uh, he did he did. But again, there were votes found. But if you watch if you watch that day, if you watch the polls, he was behind. He was behind. He was way behind. He Oz was. was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to come back for like I don't remember how many points exactly it was, but at some but point what, there was a female in that race also that mm-hmm. that she had a good shot of actually winning that. Uh, I can't remember her name. I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Anyway. Yeah, man. Good Tom, times here. Yaman. What else you want to talk about? Well, somebody sent me a, uh, not too long ago, this uh, United States of America population is 326,474,000 people, and there's 73 million legal gun gun owners in in the uh, legal gun owners. legal gun owners and I, I when I seen it originally I thought how they come up with these numbers but legal meaning they're registered mm-hmm. you know so there's there's a proof that they have these but out of those legal gun owners there's 393 million 400 or 347,000 legal guns owned you know if you do the math on that that's about 5 to 6 guns per Per legal owner, so I think that's true. I, I kind of think that's true. I mean, obviously, if it's it's registered, I mean, whether they still have all those guns or not, they may have sold it, whatever. But I think if you know the true numbers, especially the people who don't register their guns, it's probably much higher than that. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I would say that it's a, it's a lot higher. And that's something I think Joe said. Uh, it, did he say it in the podcast about how the ammo is what they're they don't care about that? He said they don't care. He's like they're not after your guns. He said that you know how people are saying they're, they're the police are going to come knocking on your door. They're going to say, "Hey, you have well, basically this said, gun, this gun, this gun. Let me take it from you." And he's like, "No, they're not coming after yeah. your guns. They've just cut off your supply to your ammunition." Well, they are coming after your guns. I, I mean, I you know I don't guess respectfully. I mean, respectfully disagree. I'm not not that I'm disagreeing with Joe, but. They are coming after your guns, mm-hmm. but he is very 100% correct. They're they're coming after your ammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the way they can uh, squash it. To take your ammo. That, but, but they also, I believe, what you said, Bart. I, I think they will eventually come and try to take those guns. I got a trivia question. Oh, bam! Question. Here we go. Jeopardy. What's the largest mass shooting in U.S. history? Can you give us uh, maybe a decade or something like that? It happened in 1890. Oh heaven's sake! Oh, that was probably the uh, Saint uh, uh, Valentine's Massacre when. Uh, no. no. Go ahead. Uh, was it? I, I don't know. I wasn't okay, going to guess them. It took place December 29th, 1890. The oh, U.S. Yeah. Army confiscated the guns of the Sioux Indians for their own protection. Oh, okay. All right. And then proceeded to slaughter 297 people, including 200 women and children. Never let the government be the only one with guns. So the government killed the women and children. Yes, they did. When we go into other countries, isn't that what they say? We want to rescue the women and children. It's for your own good. That's why they took the. That's why they took the guns from the Sioux Indians. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the largest. Uh, it's the largest one in U.S. history, people. So where, where did that actually happen at? Uh, South Dakota, was it? Okay. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. So you were, um, gosh, man, these gun, this gun thing is is huge. That's why they're that that's why they that's why they want them. Um, gosh, there's what else you guys got, man? I've got I've got so much stuff here, and it's going to be. Um, well, the only thing I'm really complaining about right now is uh, the cost of fuel. Yeah. Intentional? Of course, 100%. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, food processing plants. See, that's this is the whole thing. They that's have what, a plan. They know about it. We don't, and it's just to destroy us. Just the narratives that the mainstream media push, I see them regurgitated where I work, when I'm on the golf course, when I'm out to eat at a restaurant. It's just you know this things that you just want to, want to turn around and say are you stupid <laughs> you know i mean it's they they do and I, i hate to say this they do a good job because people don't want to people don't want to do their own research and you can say yeah we're we're conspiracy theorists but go back and listen to some of our episodes especially the one we had with the doctor about how she said aids is going to go 
up. This was, you know, eight months ago, and look what's happened. You know, things that we've said is coming true. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that, like, probably three or four years ago when all this QAnon stuff and a lot of stuff started to come out and people thought that everybody was crazy, were wrapped in tinfoil, like, you're, you know, you need locked up in an insane asylum or whatever. All of that stuff that we've said is starting to play out. It's coming true. Yeah. And now a lot of those people are saying, where did you get your information? How did you know that was going to happen? Right, right. And I'm like. And it's if you've ever replied to one of those Q posts, you're going to be put on a list. You're going to be red flagged and you're mentally unstable. Don't mm-hmm. And that's why I was trying to trying to tell Joe. Um, and he, Joe did a great job explaining. I just, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to really touch more on that, which, you know, we, we probably would agree on that. But. You know, that's that's my fear. You know, this person posts, look how many posts that they were talking about Q. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're crazy. Congress right now is talking about red flag laws that are going to enact. Yeah. Uh, but something that um, that's kind of funny, you know, we're talking about and, and we try to pit, we kind of pit sides and say, you know, left, right, whatever you want to say. But, but you know, if you disagree with me, I don't have ill will towards you. Right. But some of these people, they're on, they're on record. Like if if you are a if you voted for Trump, then you need to go to the gulag or whatever they call them. Gulag, gulags, yeah. or whatever they are, and and uh, re-education camps and you all have this Trump other stuff. derangement syndrome. Yeah, and it's like really because I don't think the way you think. Do you think I should be you know put into some type of concentration camp? Really? Yeah. I mean, a lot. I know a lot of people. And we work with some people, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, they're totally idiots, but yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we can all agree to disagree. Yeah, it would just like the January sixth thing. I mean, there's a there's a, it's on Rumble. It's out right now. It's a it's a documentary. It's the what really happened January sixth, and I mean they're showing Capitol Police letting people come in. They're given can they're given passes, um, uh, press passes to Antifa mm-hmm. to to film it in in certain areas. Now you stand here, you stand here. You see Capitol, and I I think I made the statement that Ashley Babbitt was the only one that died. She was, and I, I stand corrected on that. There was uh, some guy was thrown off of uh, Capitol Police, threw a guy off of the top of the Capitol. Guy had a heart attack when a flash bomb, and um, there's a few other people that were trampled. But the, one of the guys there uh, um, who was trying to rescue rescue some of these people, he's actually in Washington Gitmo now. He's been he's been. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so yeah. you know this. But I was there, he, and he I saved- saw. I saw all of the, I mean, well, I mean, I didn't see the guy get thrown off. And obviously, I didn't see Ashley because that was in the back of the right. Capitol and I was out front. But when people say that the Capitol Police motioned for people to come on in, they did. You were there. I mean, I, I don't have it on the phone that I have now because I upgraded my phone. But on my other phone, I, I got videos of it, but nobody's asked me for it because they don't want to see it because that's the <clears> truth. That's right. what actually happened. The yeah. guy, Ray Epps, uh, I think I mentioned his name on a prior episode. He was, you know, telling everybody, let's go. We got to go in. FBI, he's an FBI informant. I mean, the, mm-hmm. you know, let's go in, let's go in. And they were letting them in. You could see the Capitol Police. There's this one part where he goes, this guy goes to unlock the doors. He was inside the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't get him, and he looks up. I guess somebody up there was control. It was magnetic, one of those magnetic door things. And he, he looked up, and then you see him nod, and then now and the doors open, mm-hmm. and he's just, come on, you know. And these guys are like, oh, okay, let's go, man. We're coming to the Capitol. This is cool. There, there was probably like on the top floor out front. At some point, I don't know what time it was. We started out, and you would see like maybe two or three, and then all of a sudden, here comes these men like marching like i don't know well i'll say 10 15 of them it was just but they were kind of they made their presence because they spread out you know what i mean they were just and then the doors opened those men disappeared there was two men one on each side of the door and they were motioning their hand like this just wave come on come on this whole thing wasn't just an attempt to destroy two things donald trump in the electoral process that happens in this country, mm-hmm. that 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 event was planned, and that was the two narratives: we're going to destroy Donald Trump. And do you think Mike Pence was in on it? I, I'm not a not probably Pence, Pence fan. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not either. I don't know. I still don't. And that it's one of the things that 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 really, really, some of the people Trump surrounded himself with. I ask myself, why? Mm-hmm. Why did you have Durham as your attorney general? Why did you know? Why did you have this person in, on your staff? Why, you know? It's, Barr even turned his back on him. 
Yeah. William Barr. Uh, not Durham. I meant William Barr. I mm-hmm. didn't mean Durham. Sorry. Yeah. William Barr. I mean, it's like, but the, the list just keeps growing and growing. I think that was his, um, really baffling to me. You know, there's something I heard about Trump one time. Um, there was something that happened. He made himself look on paper like he had no money. And in order to, I mean, to do that, what he was doing was he wanted to see who his true friends were. Mm-hmm. Who stuck with him when they thought he had nothing, and you know that that I think he has, I think he actually believes there's more good in people, and he believes more good in people than what there really is. You know, my my son-in-law, who's a smart guy, he really is. He, you know, we we have talks about this, and he was always, he would always say he did it to expose him. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, he gave up everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people listen to this, and they might not like Trump. They might think that we're crazy, but I mean, he had his own empire. He gave, he signed everything over to help the people of this country. Yeah. Now, did he say some crazy things? Did he like his quote, mean tweets, whatever? Sure. I mean, maybe his... if it offends you, it offends you. But I mean, you might say something that offends me. Big deal. That doesn't mean you can't run this country. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Nobody. It's what? his birthday. Be easy on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twenty seventh anniversary of my 29th birthday. Okay. Yes, sir. It's gonna. Yeah. For um, those of you who can't see us, the confetti just fell from the sky. <laughs> and for those of you guys can't add, that's 56. <laughs> All you liberals out there, that's 56. Can't do the math. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, I did see something funny. Hillary Clinton posted on Twitter, no one actually needs an AR-15. And then somebody commented underneath that and said, no one actually had 56 friends who committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> well, some one of her advisors just was found hanged. Oh, so that might be 57. Hung? Is it hanged or hung? Well, we're in Appalachia, so it can be whatever you want. (laughs) That boy just got hanged. (laughs) He he was, yeah. He hung himself. He hung himself, but I think he had a bullet in his. That's what you told me. Yeah. And it's natural causes, I'm sure. You know, if I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to shoot myself in the head and hang myself. Biden says this. This is um, today. Since I took office, families are carrying less debt, their average savings are up, more Americans feel financially comfortable. This guy is a buffoon. <laughs> I mean, he, he has no clue whatsoever. He has no clue. He fell going into Air Force One again just recently. Did he? I think he's tripped several times. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anybody that voted How, how can anybody man. be carrying less debt? Like, think about that. That doesn't make any sense. Listen, man, me and Rhonda went to Columbus, Ohio over the weekend. We're, what, two? It's about two hours. Two hours, yeah. Five bucks a gallon. I filled up. cost me $77. And I had to fill up again, you know, a few days after that down here, and it cost me 75 I mean... You, you, there is no way that you have more money now if you're, if you're a, you know, contributing member of society. Yeah, I got, a, I got a truck that has a thirty-six gallon tank on it. You know, that's one hundred eighty dollars at five dollars a gallon. If I've done the math right. Wow. I mean, you imagine one hundred eighty dollars every time you want to fill that thing up. Yeah, but we're we, that's we're the more, we'll drive it. We have more, more money now than we did. I mean, but I want to say. Ask a liberal, and can you honestly say that? But they could. They would say, yeah, man, I'm so comfortable now. Yeah. Another thing, too. I, I got this, this has been driving me crazy for the last three or four weeks. My tenants, so now I can't, I can't go and get my rent. How come? Because they have <clears throat> filled out this rental assistance program for you know the state of West Virginia got some rental properties over there so they fill that out it takes six weeks for this to be processed so after this six weeks money I've been waiting for well you didn't do your part you didn't go in and approve that we need a copy of your W-9s we need a copy of this you need to prove this we've got to know what your you know we need your you know your federal ID number this that and the other so now I've got to go in take you know a whole day out of my life I work forty plus, you know, forty hours. I work plus. Was it Section Eight money? Is it what you're talking about? No, this is not even Section Eight money. These people, these are just the people that 
pay rent, you know, normally through PayPal or, you know, yeah. whatever. So this rental assistance thing came out. So now I've got to work to get my money because I can't do anything to them. So they're like, yeah, I filled this out. I filled this out. You, you haven't, they said you haven't done your part. So when I call, you know, I'm on hold for 20 minutes. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't have time. How many prompts did you have to hit to get to even get to be on hold? Well, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a few, obviously, you know, but, you know, I'm sitting there and this music's playing for 20 minutes. I called back on my way home. It's a 45 minute trip for where I, to where I worked, to, where, to, my, to my house. Mm-hmm. By the time I get there, I sat there on hold for 45 minutes. Yeah. So now that that's that's what I'm saying. I, that's why they feel like they have more money because they don't have to pay friggin' rent. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're given phones, they're given um, rental assistance, and it's like oh I've just saved myself seven hundred dollars a month because you know I don't have to pay rent this month because and this one guy told me I've been I've been promised twenty eight hundred dollars. This guy he works. He actually does. I don't know where he works or what kind of job. It's irrelevant, but he he was approved for twenty eight hundred dollars. Now I'm not going to get that. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever he's behind in rent, which is right now seven hundred dollars. When you know, by the time the six weeks come, it may be fourteen hundred dollars. But you know, why why are you getting twenty eight hundred dollars? Well, you're only behind in rent. You know, at the most fourteen hundred. Yeah. Well, that's the reason all these governors have not uh, declared that the state of emergency is over because they're drunk with federal funding. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Jim Justice over there and the, yeah. our, our governor here in Ohio, same, yeah. same thing. I mean, they're, they're drunk with the money. Well, we're helping the people pay rent and to stay in their homes. <laughs> Why won't you help me? Because if I don't, if I don't make, pay, make my mortgage payment, I mean, what about me? Can I get rental assistance? I own that home those people are living in that yeah. don't pay me, so are you going to help pay what for What about it? homeowner's assistance? Mm-hmm. What about uh, somebody gets off their hind end and gets up and off their mm-hmm. arse and goes to work every day paying, you know, $5, $5 for gas, mm-hmm. you know? and you know, Actually, I think we need to do a fund because I, I have to pay my insurance this month. It's three grand. What kind of insurance? insurance. For my uh, homeowners and my vehicle insurance, yeah, mm. and not Three that I'm set. freaking grand for that, right? And I'm telling you, man, Huntington, West Virginia makes it so hard. Don't to do business there. You got refuse fees, you got municipal fees. I have to pay sewer fees. And if you live, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I love you so much, but I don't care. <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to keep me alive. But you can't you can't do you can't do this. B and O B and O. You have to license. There's a B and O tax and all this stuff. So there's but, a fireman fee. You get a bill for the fire department. Well, that's part of the municipal B and O business and operation. Yeah. Right. Does Does there any other state in the country that has a B and O tax? Right. I, probably not. I don't think there is. And if you live in Ohio and you you work in there in Huntington, you have to pay them. Yeah, we to do. work there. We do too. Ironton has the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so you're sitting there. You're trying. You're trying to pay all these fees. You're trying to collect your rent. And then when personal, Rhonda, what do we pay on, on average when we property taxes? And then our income tax comes out. We have to pay that. It's probably fifteen to sixteen thousand dollars a year, just in property taxes. Yeah. More than that. More than that. So, I mean, and now I've. I've got to go fight for my money. It yeah. says the business, the business and occupation tax, known as the B&O tax, is a type of tax levied by the U.S. states of Washington, West Virginia, and as of 2010, Ohio, and by municipal governments in West Virginia and Kentucky. Well, there you go. Yeah. Guys, come to Appalachia. It's so nice here. And plus, car. I have to pay personal property tax on my car that I've already paid taxes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I sold a sold a truck. We had to pay taxes on that too, didn't we? I don't think. Who was it that said that? I am um, sick and tired of waking up. Sick and tired. That sounds like you to me. I'm. I'm. I'm this is terrible, man. They're I'm just, over it. But all. The, anyway, thanks for getting me on that rant. But because, <laughs> because you said, well, people feel like you know that they're. I'm. I'm sure these people. These people. You people. 
What do you mean, you people? Well, you know who I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the person that doesn't get up and go to work. The, of course, they're living comfortable. They get phones. They get food. They get they get whatever they want. I feel like there's either there are two extremes. You have these privileged elitists that you know they live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. They live in the Hamptons. They live in you know, West Palm Beach, or they live you know in L.A., Huntington Beach, Silicon Valley privilege they have gated communities you know everything's at their disposable at their fingertips call order you know i'm getting ready to come out my elevator can you send me three security guards please sure i'll be right up or you have the people that hold the cardboard signs at the end of the bridge no shoes on they beg for money they're in line they get every benefit known to man for free and then there's us in the middle who get nothing and And we work that's the thing though that i believe it's all a ploy or a plot to get rid of the middle class. That They want to get rid of the middle class. It's the first step of socialism, get rid of the middle class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stack, take your guns. It's all, there's 10 steps. And look, I mean, you just got to read it and, and study it. And you say, you know, that's America. So boys and girls, what we're saying is don't get a job, don't go to college, and just live off the government. That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what we're saying because you're going to fall right in. That's socialism, man. But th- they're teaching that in school. And they people wonder, like, are. why do why do people why how do people end up like this? Because I've asked people, like, I think we've had this conversation before. Like, how does this even happen? Yeah. And I think a lot of times the parents lose it because you know mom and dad are out working two jobs to make in meet. There's a lot of people that are keeping up with the Joneses, so they have to do you know side hustle this, you know whatever, and then. It's just there's no like that nuclear family. Yeah, that's the. the you know, you people don't eat dinner at the table anymore. They don't talk about articles that's in the newspaper. Everybody's always on their phone. You know, all of that is just gone. And, and so, what does that lead? Plus, plus the new normal. That's what they wanted to push originally is the new normal, you know, which is total crap. You know, which is part of that. You know, getting rid of the family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's part of it. I think it all starts at home, and that's what they that's what the government wants to do. They want to break up break your family. Home. It takes a village, remember. And then when you when you break up the family, what happens? You're dependent on somebody else, meaning mm-hmm. the government. Well, look what they did. Look what they did with the black community. It used to be the strongest family nuclear family in the United States not so long ago, mm-hmm. and they started building Planned Parenthood. Um, you know centers beside them they they broke up the, they they broke up the african-american family and look where they are now and the housing communities that they live in housing too yes they, they call yeah. it project uh-huh. it's a project it, it is a project it's a science project yeah, yeah. Well, that's what i was getting at 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah yeah and they blame correct. it on us yeah. well my new normal is what happened my new normal is they say it's my birthday. <laughs> so my wife is going to take me out for a dinner, and I'm going to take her up on that. So we're going to wrap this up because I'm starving. It's my birthday. What's for dinner? Where are you guys going? His choice. I'm thinking Wendy's. Oh, please. I can afford that. Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, yeah. There's this new place uh, where we live. It's, uh, it's uh, what's that? I don't I don't know. I don't it's want called, to give them. It's called uh, Rhonda's Kitchen. <laughs> Get some uh, West Virginia steak, man. Some bologna. fried bologna coming up. That's <laughs> all we can afford. <laughs> yeah, because we actually have a job. And we have to pay for gas. And we have to pay for gas. So The price yeah. of bologna is even. Yeah. yeah. All these unemployed people the out there. Per eating. pound, it's sometimes more than steak. Yeah. Well, I mean. All the people don't work. They're eating steak. I'm eating bologna. No, there was a new place that we were going to try, but where's it at? It's on. It's in Barbersville. On is it Maine or is it Farmdale? Central. Central. Yeah, like I said, Central. It's on Central, <laughs> and it's um, it's it's got just the windows that kind of pop out. Oh yeah. And um, it's right on the corner. Right mm-hmm. on the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beside uh, the old uh, First State Bank mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it used to be a what Black Hawk Grill over there. Or something? It's right beside that. There's there's something there now. It's still there. It's real. Oh, okay. You know, we. It's Maine on Central. Yeah, it's oh, real. It's real. Um, yeah. You're not dressed for that. No. Not dressed. We might for do that, that this. And weekend. I can't afford it, <laughs> which we've already talked about. <laughs> I can't afford She's it. She's buying. Yeah, she can't <laughs> afford it either. Yeah. But all right. Well, it's just money. So <laughs> this is just an episode that we just sit around and talk about stuff that 
well, first we talked about stuff that, you know, really, you know, impacted Just America. Just everyday life. But the last 20 minutes was things that rubbed me raw. So... Yeah, it seems like we always do that. And I will buy you a bottle of Gold Bond for your birthday. (laughs) 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 It sounds like he needs it. All right. Listen, this is crazy that she said that. So (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So when I said we were in Columbus, Ohio this weekend, we went to the Memorial. I'm, you know, big golf fans here because, you know, we talk about how (laughs) – if his idea every weekend, but uh, we're big really? golf fans. So, you know, so it's like Rhonda, my wife, got me uh, tickets to uh, go watch the memorial for my birthday. That's cool. We walked. What was it we said? 8.1 miles. 8.1 miles. Were my feet hurting? Yes. Just in one day. Not, that was the, one day. So we yeah. probably walked seven, that, 16, yeah, 16, 17 miles. So after the first day, were my feet sore? Yeah. My calves? Yeah. You know what was. I needed some. You, you know, you're a man. Yeah. Your ears Remember when we went to Bemis and we walked in the rain? Ab- there you have it. Exactly. Exactly. We don't have to say anything else. It was. I, okay, for the record, I don't have special powers, and I did not know that he really needed cold pond. <laughs> yeah. So the best I could do was Vaseline. Vaseline? Vaseline. Oh, okay. Vaseline. <laughs> The best I could do, I, was, I went into this. Uh, was that a, was it that or KY? No, it was Vaseline. Okay, and uh, it it helped. We had to find this little baggie and put some Vaseline in it for like later. So you know, about midday, I'm like, "Whew!" It was hot. It was hot. I was chafed. <laughs> I was chafed. Rubbing you raw. That's right. Like you said it's like uh, what's her face on Seinfeld? Uh, what's her? Uh, Elaine. Elaine, yeah, I don't know how y'all walk around those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, but before we, before we wrap up, I mean, we, yeah, I don't think you offended any group or anything, so we probably need to offend somebody. I did Appalachians. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, which well. is ourselves. So yeah. I'm not offended. Can you count that? <laughs> uh, the people that don't work, the lazy mm-hmm. uh, members of the society. I think we pretty much let them have it today. If you are not productive. You're a POS. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got, I, I'm hungry. I got All right. Happy birthday. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye.